PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Thank you for joining us this week on the PDPW podcast. There are many benefits to being thankful. You know, science has proven that gratitude can put you in a better mood, relieve anxiety, give you a more peaceful sleep. In fact, being thankful is one of those overlooked tools that we have access to every day. And as we're reminded by Hank Wagner, there's always something to be thankful for. Well, today I want to talk to you about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. But first, I I feel like I need to tell you something. I may not personally know you. There's a good likelihood that there's a number of people who are listening to this podcast that I've never met. But what I'm going to tell you still applies. It is still the truth. You are precious. You are precious. Now I realize that for some of you, current circumstances or beliefs may disagree with that statement. But it's still true. The truth is you are still precious. Regardless of current or past mistakes or failures, you're precious. It does not matter how many mistakes you've made or where you're currently at in your life. There is huge potential and you are precious in the lives of lots of other people. So please never forget that. Go to the mirror and tell the person you see in that mirror that they are precious. And tell a few more people along the way as well before the end of today. So the topic I want to talk to you about is something that I love talking about. It didn't uh, always resonate me the way it does now today. But because of some things that I've experienced and some things that I want to pass on to you, I want to talk about the benefits of thankfulness. And there are a number of huge benefits. So my first question is, what are you thankful for today? If you had to make a list or if you had to just shoot off three things, what are you thankful for? What would you say? And that should always be at the tip of your tongue because it should always be in your thought process. So another question, how did you decide those things? What did you use to determine that list of things that you're thankful for? What impacted your choice? Who impacted that decision or that choice of what to be thankful for? Did you ask other people? Did you ask your your family and friends or co-workers what you should be thankful for? The bottom line is, you decide, you determine, number one, if you are thankful, and number two, what you are thankful for. You make that decision. Nobody else can or should decide that for you. And you can decide that every single day if you wish. It is simply a choice. It is not based on circumstances. You don't have to wait until everything is perfect in your life to choose to be thankful for it. You don't have to wait until your spouse or your children or or particular relationships around you are perfect for you to be thankful for them. 
You can choose to be thankful in spite of unfortunate circumstances that may be happening around you. Thankfulness is simply a choice. And I want you to realize this principle. The things that you are thankful for multiply or improve in your life. The things that we are thankful for will grow even without us intentionally trying to make it happen. Let me give you an example. If you take care of your car, if you're thankful for that vehicle that you have parked in your garage or in your driveway, and because of your your deep level of thankfulness and appreciation for having that vehicle, you make sure that the oil is changed. You make sure that it's run through a car wash and the the interior is clean and, and that people don't abuse your vehicle, that you take care of it. What happens to that vehicle? It maintains its value, doesn't it? It may have lower maintenance costs because you take extra good care of it. The same is true with with people. The people that we are thankful for, those relationships will grow. An example, a really important relationship, a marriage. If you use things like like good words, if you're really thankful for that marriage and you use words to show your appreciation and your thankfulness to your partner, what happens to that marriage? It grows, doesn't it? It strengthens. If the actions that you take support those words... What happens? That marriage, that relationship grows or improves. The same is true with employees and or employers, and it can go both ways. If an employer is really thankful for his or her employees and takes steps or has actions in place to make sure those employees, those team members, feel appreciated, and know that you are really, truly thankful for them. What happens to that relationship? It strengthens. It grows. But it can also go the other way. What's wrong with employees coming into work and being incredibly thankful for their job, for their boss, or for their supervisor? What's wrong with a gift if you're good at cooking, bringing a a pan of bars or some cookies into your boss and and thanking him or her for the opportunity to work at that business or organization? What's wrong with sending a card and thanking your boss or supervisor? If we take that step, the relationship grows. Positive things happen from that. Now, unfortunately, the opposite is also true. And too often, this is what we see happening. We see people who are unthankful or negative. And what we are unthankful for will decrease or exit our life. If we don't take care of the things we have, and we leave our things lying around outside, and we find them in the spring after the snow melts, they won't last, will they? They'll decrease or exit our life. If we don't change the oil on our car, 
if we don't maintain tire pressure and and look at all of the other fluids in that vehicle and, and maintain them, the vehicle's not going to last very long. The same is true with relationships. If we just don't say positive words, our, those relationships won't grow. But if we actually take negative words or actions and put them into place in relationships, what happens to those relationships? They decrease. And sometimes they exit our life. That's part of the equation why divorce happens. It's part of the equation why people, employees, leave businesses. It's part of the equation why families are not, are not close and, and strong as, and learning and growing together as a team and enjoying the process. Thankfulness has a lot to do with that. Oftentimes, thankful people are seen as lucky. But the reason they're seen as lucky is because good things seem to happen. They seem to have multiplication or growth in their relationship or in their finances, in their lives. But it's because of this principle that the things that we are thankful for will grow and the things that we are not thankful for will decrease. Thankfulness is a big deal, and we can choose to be thankful. We can also choose what kind of people we want to surround us. I love thankful people. I love being around thankful people. And guess what? We get to choose those relationships. So decide... Do you want to have thankful people in your life? But first step is maybe deciding if you want to be thankful yourself and what level of thankfulness you want to have because here's another principle. Who we are is who we will attract. We will attract people who are like us. We will attract people who have some of the same beliefs, the same thinking, the same attitudes that we have. So if we're a really thankful person, we're going to attract more thankful people. And we're going to push away or, or kind of discourage unthankful people. Unthankful, negative, discouraging, unhappy people don't like being around positive, thankful people. I know because I used to be that way. So who we are is who we attract. If you want more thankful people in your life, focus on being more thankful yourself first. There's also some science attached to this. There was a study done by two psychologists at the University of Miami in 2015. They took a group of people and they split them into three. One third of the group put a daily journal of things that they're thankful for. One third of them wrote down in their journal things that really had no emphasis. They were neutral. They weren't really thankful or, or unthankful for any of those events. And the other third wrote down things that irritated or bothered them. And what they found at the end of that study is not really all of that surprising. The gratitude or thankful group were more positive and optimistic. They were more physically active and had less visits 
to the doctor. It was a very positive result, and, and we kind of, I, I guess, would expect that to happen, right? But science has also found that being thankful can improve sleep quality, reduce anxiety and depression, correlates to better moods, less fatigue and inflammation in our body. Go to bed feeling thankful. Maybe the last thing you do before you retire for the night, before you check out and go to sleep, is tell your partner or your family three things you're thankful for. It'll set you up for better sleep. Science has also found that being thankful affects the brain. There's a small acorn-sized part at the base of our brain called the hypothalamus. And it, it's, part of its function is to regulate things in our body like hunger and thirst and blood pressure and heart rate and sleep. It plays a major role in how our body reacts to stress. And science has found that thankfulness impacts the function of that part of our body. Through the power of gratitude, we can rewire our brains to be optimistic and compassionate. This positivity will extend to all of those people connected to our lives. There is always, always, always something to be thankful for. We are very thankful for Hank Wagner and the messages he's provided on these PDPW podcasts. And a big thank you to you for listening and supporting these weekly messages. If you'd like to go back and listen to previous podcasts, they're available at pdpw.org. Thank you again and have a great week.